0: Welcome to the Kill Your Internet
1: Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 49 of the Kill Your Internet Podcast presented by High Brew Coffee. With you, as always, is your boy Colin. And with us today, we have part two of Meet the Team. We have the lovely Alex Maymoon and Brianna Judge, otherwise known as Sister Moon Eyes, on the podcast today. Ladies, how are we doing today?
2: We are so good now that our microphone is working. Yeah, Yeah. this
1: is the technical side of things where it's like we're setting this up over Zoom. This is why we do this in the studio generally because I can just control everything. It's easy. I know. This is all my my fault. I know. But either way, I'm so happy to have you both here today. What are you drinking?
2: Vodka with water and like a splash of cranberry and a splash of like pineapple juice.
1: Oh, my God. Fancy. Getting fancy in here. What kind of vodka is, is the question?
2: yes
1: goddamn right it is that's the right answer uh so last time we saw you guys was last week uh we were in the studio doing a new song and we had brie alex and katie feedy from you do you doing background vocals just by the way thank you for just rolling with that because we didn't give them any sort of fucking direction before we went into the studio and they just absolutely nailed it like 14 hours into the session so how was that experience for you guys
2: it was so fun, but I, it was definitely, I mean, so, like, it was really fun. But Katie and I were both kind of leaning on Brie, like, for, I think, like, because, i I can, I can find the the harmony, but then it's, like, there's three of us. So we're trying to figure out what's going to be cool for, like, a three-part harmony. And I think we did a, I think, I mean, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, kind of, like, it kind of sensed out the room, and I was like, oh, shit. They're all, <laughs> they're all leaning on me right now. It's so, like, way
0: past my bedtime. I'm nothing like oh, i like, um, i hope i'm not being too bossy
1: but like no. let's <laughs> no fuck that get in there and boss it up it's what you gotta do you guys yeah. did a great job by the way because we got we got it's not a rough mix it's just like the board mix back so we just got like what was left from yeah, like it over. yo it. Oh my god! You guys fucking smashed that shit. The only thing we're gonna work on is the bridge, cause that was by that point we were just kind of like fried. We were just like whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is that
0: where they were like wailing and stuff? Is
1: that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like when everything drops out, it's just you three. And I was just like. Uh, me and uh, me and eric bogax our engineer just sat down and we were like okay everything is perfect other than that bridge we fucking nailed that shit so i felt
2: the same way i kind of was just like i feel like we're losing it a little that's what
0: that's what i figured too i was like you know what we're probably gonna come back for this let's just like Keep moving and, yeah. and it, it's just gonna
1: happen. It's one of those situations where you just get it down and then you're like, Okay, we have a reference now, we can go back in and fix this. It's the first time in Foxtrot history that we didn't record a song and then think instantaneously we need to put this out right away. Like we're like, All right, we'll give it a little room to actually like do this shit the right way. So but like uh-huh. I said, just happy to be here. I kinda wanna go over personal history so everybody knows like how we know each other and uh me and Brianna have known each other since we were what, six Bri? Yeah yeah <laughs> brie knew so cool. knew me through my like chubby curly hair phase i was just a goofball oh, bleached.
0: You, you bleached your tips
1: first okay. off everybody bleached their tips don't act <laughs> like it was just me we all did
0: yeah but yours were always freshly bleached
1: <laughs> god right dude i yo it's funny because i thought to myself i was like yo if i died my life, yo so fresh it, that's the oh, thing though no. Every boy in our grade school, for some reason, thought that was a good idea. And it was Eminem no, stage, you
0: know? Everybody was listening to Eminem. It was what it was. It was I think about, like,
1: it. I think about our parents and, like, them watching us walk around with bleach hair just thinking, like, my dad must have just been like, yo, what the... Actually, my dad has bleach tips now, so what the fucking do I say? He, seriously? He <laughs> yeah, does. Yeah, yo. He does.
0: He's got highlights. Yeah, oh,
1: my he God. Does. I
2: haven't yeah. seen him in so long.
1: Shame. For shame. uh, But, no, so I've known Bree forever. Uh, Brie, were we both voted most likely to be musicians in our grade school yearbook? Yeah. Yep.
0: That's, yes. that's awesome.
1: Look at that. St. Charles just producing prodigies, apparently. Yeah. I don't <laughs> like know. A, and
0: they called it. Like, they yeah. called it. Yeah.
1: They had a, 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 I don't know. I'm sure the rest of those all looked real good, too. I'm sure everybody who was voted most likely to be president went on to become that. I don't know. What else uh, did
0: you get? What else did you get for that? Because I think I got I got voted for two things. Oh, did you? I think so. What was your second thing? Athletic.
1: I thought it must have been athletic. I don't mind. No, no,
0: no, no.
2: You know what? I didn't get music. Shayla got music. I got. That's right. She got. She got music in high school, though. She got like most likely to be a musician. Like or to get a song on the radio. Yeah, like get a song on the radio.
1: The weird thing is, in high school, I don't think anybody knew I played an instrument. I don't know why. It wasn't like a thing that I did in high school. Like I was so focused on sports, and then. I went to college and I remember the first time I put something up for music on Facebook, my best friend, Sean texted me and was like, yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> he was like, what is that about? He had no idea. So it was kind of like this like weird secret in high school. And then in college it started back up and then Bree started it, like just kept going. And our first show ever was with Bree at the M room. Maymoon, you were there too, weren't you?
2: Oh my God. Yeah, I was there. I yeah, she that. was. I sang, I sang "Set fire to the rain. Yeah, you did. That oh really yeah. Fun. I
1: remember that. Definitely.
2: Chip played the Jemba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow, that yeah. was a while
1: ago. Yeah, that show was also the show, it was our first show, and we decided to cover A Day in the Life by the Beatles, which I have no idea why as a three-piece band <laughs> trying to do that. I remember, like, leaving and being like, "That, that's probably a bad idea.
2: Oh, no, I don't remember it.
1: No. Well, know. good for you. I'm sure everybody else tried to forget it as well. <laughs> I, do
2: I remember, remember that, that show, but I don't remember that song.
1: Uh, me we've played a bunch of shows together brie i feel like we played every year we at least try and do one you
2: i guys did one together too i was awesome. there i was there i usually just sang a song when Bree was playing but i remember there being another one at a bar that closed in like west philly you know what i'm talking about
1: oh uh, uh north star the, bar
2: yeah north star Bar. yeah
1: that I was sense. in in um fairmount and that was a great yeah. venue that was like right after that those were like our first two shows so brie they has literally close. been around since the beginning yeah brie, I, real quick, before we go any further, I want to see if you remember this. We told this story on the podcast last week. It was a temple house party.
2: Oh, God. Oh, I remember this.
1: Oh and God. me and Bree together is sang uh, "Little Talks" by yeah. uh, of Monsters and Men. But at the end of the night, the band before us destroyed our shit, and then like the fire alarm started going off, and Wait, somebody was, tr-
2: was this at the Broad Street Mansion.
1: Yes, it was at the Broad Street Mansion, and then. The cops came, and the kid who owned the house, who I actually know now and I'm friends with, like was swinging a ladder at firemen. Like it was fucking crazy, and Wait, that's
0: just one of the worst. Sites of <laughs> that was fucking crazy
1: because that was that was uh, Saint Patty's weekend. I mean, it was,
2: started out fantastic. It was the one- we there's really good. We have I there are great photos of all of us. And oh, yes, I know, I've it. seen you're it. Like, you're like right. Oh yeah. Up, and First of all, a- I'm like in a corner, like.
1: I remember, t- I remember, too, because somebody gave Paul Shirley a ponytail or something, like yeah. gave him a fake ponytail, and oh. I have it in my mouth at one point. I don't know. <laughs> this just shows how far this goes back. But over the years, me and Bree have always worked together. Even Bree, I feel like for a while you stepped back and then decided to come back and do it again. And I remember yeah, saying is- to you one time, I was like, yo, whenever the fuck you're ready, call me, and we'll get this shit back together. And I'm so yeah. glad you did. I'm so yeah. glad you did.
0: Yeah, it was like, I, I took a little bit of, like, a, I took a, I did take a little bit of a break. It was like, just life happened and then figured that out and now I'm I'm never going back to a break like that. You know, Good. it's just, it might be like a little bit of a, uh, uh, what's that called? Like the hi- hibernation. Hiatus.
1: Hibernation. Hiatus, hibernation, hiatus, it all works. Yeah, yeah.
0: to just write more because they yeah. put out all of, I put eight of my favorite songs and then I was like, shit, now what do I do?
1: yeah it's understandable
0: i I guess like if i if i'm not writing then what the hell am i doing so i just kept
2: writing and now we're coming back around with it i have the opposite problem of writing a lot and taking years to put one thing
1: out alex do you do you write a lot
2: i write a lot
1: really i didn't know that about you
2: you wouldn't know that colin because i don't i don't you know i'm just i'm starting to share it Uh, yeah well you fucking
1: should speaking of starting to share honey lavender just came out which by the way absolute fucking slapper if you haven't gotten into it yet <laughs> alex let's go to you Thank we've you. known you through brie did you get yeah. a naz yeah i did yeah brie okay and I met really funny story actually i was uh at my neighbor's house you know my neighbor Allie neville i was at oh, Allie's yeah, house
0: and uh lie. they what? were having said hi
1: i will well Wait. you guys you guys came up because emily diamond was there oh, and she was yeah. she introduced herself to me and i was like dude we know each other. And she was like, what the fuck? What are you doing here? And then it came up about seeing you guys working with us. I guess she follows you something like that.
2: Yeah, I still I, see that CM every once
1: in a while. I love the fact that our circles just run so close together in one way or another. But I remember, like, the first time hearing your voice, and I say this a lot on the podcast, but, like, you're one of those people that, like, I heard you, and I was like, fuck fuck her, dude. That is, she's so goddamn good. I hate this. This is bullshit. Um, and yeah, I, just I don't, tried. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, dude, I mean it's cute. it's it's both of you guys because Brie, you write songs that I wish that I could write. And we've been lucky enough to sit down like in the last like six months and like put something together. Yeah, dude, and-
0: love and Philly's coming. Yeah.
1: If there was ever a song that we were gonna write together, it probably would be that. I know. Uh, I love. It was,
0: love that it was that the perfect time. Yeah,
2: I love that you collaborate on that song because you like. they are both such. I mean, was, we're all such Philly people, but like you have, like you guys are diehard Philly. Well, not.
0: It was like it was like two weeks before you. Like I think it was two weeks before your wedding, and then my yeah. like, wow. wedding was like the week after. Yeah. the show. I forgot that. Oh yeah. By the yeah. way,
1: happy yeah. anniversary, yeah. anniversary yeah. coming up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's you happy too. Happy anniversary. And you and, too. Yes.
1: Yeah, me and Bree. Me and Small
0: World story about and Dana.
1: Me, me and me and Bree have done everything in our lives together basically right one after each <laughs> yeah, other like within a week, yeah that, it's either we graduate together or we wind up getting married at the same time who knows but <laughs> yeah. all i could say is i'm very happy to have you here uh Thanks two of the most badass people that i know and uh, you're our first like of the meet the team section the our first collaborators that we've had on to be like i need these two to come on and talk cool man. That's awesome. real quick because alex do you have a record coming out or are you just doing singles for right now
2: singles for right now. um Honey Lavender was first, and I—I I mean, I have a couple of others that I've written, but that kind of punk song. Yeah, but yeah. I have a oh, couple yeah. of like I wrote Ma- it, but Bree was like, "This could be a punk song."
0: Then, then what the be. fuck she are we loves
1: doing?
2: She loves Let's do it. Music. We can do it.
0: Wait, you?
1: The... Wait, wait, wait! You love punk music?
2: Yeah, she listen What is it? The the what's the band? You like? Oh, I love I love Screaming Females. Oh, yeah. sweet. And... And I love um, the other one that's like
1: Bitches is in the name. No, it's... um, (laughs) It's the other one with the bitches in the name? Yeah, that one. It's
2: something like... Wait, hold on. I just
1: started listening into If you're into more punk shit, I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of really cool punk shit coming out of the UK. You got to listen to two bands. Fontaine's DC, which is my favorite band right now. They're like super, like, super, like... I don't know. The word I use is like Cockney Irish. Like the most Irish motherfuckers alive.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like... (laughs) It's so cool. And then the band Idols. I-D-L-E-S. Idols is fucking insane. you got to check that record out.
2: Also, yes. uh, Metric and Mannequin Pussy. Yes. Oh, well, Mannequin
1: Pussy, Pussy is fucking dope. Well, that's a Philly band right <laughs> yeah. there. Philly band. Uh, dude, there's, oh, yeah, so, no, no, no. there's so much. I did not know that about you. I could not imagine you listening to punk music for some reason. It, Just cause
2: I, it's kinda, I can't, wait. It's can't <laughs> wait. I never, I'll be honest with you. Uh, I've listened to it like in and out over the last couple years, I never gave it a real chance until the last, like, probably year and a half. And I fell in love with the genre, like, pretty recently. So it's, I never, I never really listened to it when I was younger. It's fucking 2020. You just gotta rage with it. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say, what are the other options? We're stuck in our houses. I'm fucking raging. It's it's, it's funny, too, because we talk a lot on here about, like, just progression and like what you like and things like that. And there's yeah. so much shit right now that I'm listening to that, like, I'm like, where did this come from? I instantly, I somehow became a huge Steely Dan fan. I have no yeah. idea how the fuck that oh, happened. Steely
0: Dan is great. The man. Yeah, fuck yeah, Steely
1: Dan is the man. But I did not get into Steely Dan until like recently. And that's because of Will. Because Will puts me onto things and yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that's not shit.
2: Will, Will is, is the man. Fuck Will.
1: I fuck, fuck Will. So cool. I say fuck Will every single time fuck he comes Will. in the studio. Trust me. The yeah. other thing is too, like even like Brie, we did not grow up with country music, did we? No, no, no. not no. no. I didn't at all. And then now I'm writing down in Nashville. So you never know what the fuck is going to wind up happening.
2: Yeah. yeah, really, actually, we went to Nashville. Well, I think like, like the more you start making music, and like the more open you become to just any good music, it doesn't like. Doesn't matter what genre it is, if it's
0: fucking good, you like it. You know, you, my, my brother fact. My brother's obsessed with it. He's like, Free, it's about drinking and like in the
1: beach. <laughs> Isn't it funny? <laughs> like, like, it's almost like rap in the way that like we get caught up in certain ideals of like what a rap song should be about. And then I, I'm yeah. just like I, like, I don't like country music. Uh, everybody's always like, it's about all the good things, like drinking in the beach. And I'm just like, well, you know, there's some country music that is deeper than that. But I mean, on yeah. the surface, I guess like it's about trucks and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like poppy and-
1: country music. Is, yeah. Wait yeah. till you get into your first writing session where somebody goes, "All right, are we going to write a song about a truck or a girl?" And then you're just like, "I don't <sighs> fucking. What am I going to write? Like, what am I going to uh, like a tribute to this? I have no fucking idea."
0: <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't have a truck. I don't have a truck. I was like, "What do you want me to write about?" I'll I'll be here. I'll bounce some ideas off you, but I have no idea what you want from me. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's go. Let's start this up. Let's go into our first segment. It's called the wildest shit that we've seen on the Internet. So basically what I'm going to want to do is running down stories that I've seen on Twitter and then we'll discuss. Uh, so this I have three and it's like a good, bad, good sandwich. So first, did you guys see you guys saw the the TikTok thing about the dude on a skateboard drinking cranberry oh juice and listening God. to Fleetwood Mac? They just gave him a car. Yes, the, that's where I was going. Yes. The the fucking people from Ocean Spray bought yes. this dude a cranberry colored truck and then stocked it with cranberry juice. Ocean Spray. <laughs> like, Ocean God. Spray, dude. Could you imagine? Like just like like you put up a stupid video online and all of a sudden somebody knocks on your door and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, this is Taco Bell and we bought you a convertible. I don't like I, that was my first thought. I was just like, it is amazing the power of the internet. And I, oh are you God. guys yeah. are you guys on TikTok?
2: No, no, but right. like. you know jill you know yes i know jill she loves tiktok so she sends us videos all the time so i feel like we get a solid dose of tiktok
1: i've never felt older in my life than when i go and i watch like kids like doing dances i always say this if like i was 16 and this came out my friends would kick my ass if they saw me like <laughs> dancing, like doing dances into a camera. Like, my first thought is always like, these kids need better friends, and then I just realized it's like a like a generational difference, and I'm like, all right, well then I whatever it is, what it is. But like,
0: I mean, you could argue like, they have I don't the best hate it, but like, yeah, I'm like I, like, I have a geeky side. I do have a geeky side. I can't, you do have a
1: geeky side, Bray. That
0: like I sell security for a living, and like TikTok <laughs> is just not.
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah, <laughs> Zoom big time. Is not <laughs> Well, I'll say, like, I mean, Dana, my wife, she works in SEO, but she's part of, like, an influencer task force. So she's, like, constantly pitching TikTok ideas and shit like that. And I'm just like, you're working for the enemy. What is this? Like, Like, the thing is, again, I had a conversation with somebody earlier, and I was like, i got nothing against tiktok i just don't feel like it's my place to be i don't know like i don't like i feel like i'm 28 I'm like, like yeah like, it's well. not gonna happen and it's also kind of my way of raging against the machine in the music industry brie <laughs> just fucking stop please <laughs> 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 that's the clip i'm putting up on instagram why i was redoing that <laughs> but i don't know i literally
2: like, can't even imagine trying to do something because i i would look like such a clown immediately but well, I look like a fucking clown. Listen, but yeah, the I, one, but, but, but power to those kids because. Hundred percent.
1: We always but say like, on this podcast, I don't get it, but I support it one hundred and fifty percent because I don't want the TikTok kids or like the K-pop kids coming for me because they are ruthless and they'll fucking they end are my really life. Powerful, they um, are.
0: My favorite, actually, one thing I'm just jumping into right. My favorite thing because I my favorite thing that I see is people catching people doing TikToks.
1: Oh, um, I know.
0: So good. Do
1: you follow influencers in the wild? no it is the greatest instagram you can ever follow it's literally people who video random people in like public places Uh, doing yes
0: okay i've seen this like shared places
1: yo i i share them all the time because i'm just like these people need to it's just to me like no matter what the end game is it all just Uh, seems so like vapid and self-centered to me that i have a hard time being involved in it but then again I think our business is pretty vapid and self-centered 90% of the time anyway. So what's the difference?
2: It can be, yeah. It really can be. I think you have to be, yeah, it's, it's easy to let it be if you're not careful. I'm sure. I also,
1: yeah. j- I just never want to wind up like that gif of Steve Buscemi with the skateboard who says, uh, what's up my fellow youths? Like, I know where I'm at. I'm 28. Like, I'm married, man. Like, I have no business, like, dancing with the kids on TikTok. And I always get freaked out. When I see bands who are like in their like 30s or 40s being like, "Oh, I could probably get some new listeners by dancing on TikTok," it's just not my bag. It's just not what I do. I I want to keep it real as I can.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I agree. There's there's like certain lines that you just don't cross
1: yeah and i mean I, I do some dumb shit on the internet but that's just not one of them but uh yeah shouts out the guy's name is dogface 420 which by the way yeah
2: yeah you should follow him because yeah. he honestly is the best vibes ever
1: yeah uh, did you see the the recreated one with the the guy with the pumpkin on his head and he dumps yes, the right entire right. uh pumpkin spice latte on his face outstanding yeah, no. oh. the internet can be a beautiful place it all right be- it's time for the bad part yeah. this is more of a conversation about the amount that the president should be allowed to be on Twitter. Did you guys see last night that Trump blew up the stimulus talks with one tweet? Yep, I did. And and he tanked the entire stock market for an entire day?
2: 400 points down in one
1: day. I'm sitting there with... I was helping my brother uh, paint his house because he just bought a house. And uh, I saw it and I just sat down. And I was like, yo, we're so fucked right now.
2: We're so fucked. It's a lot... What the fuck is the point? I'm sorry. I, this is no.
1: This you're allowed to I'll go talk the fuck for two off. You off off queen. <laughs> go off, queen. My whole Dude. thing is, I just the fact that a tweet can affect the stock market 400 points is startling. And Bronx I, an idiot, <laughs> I'm you're startling. fully allowed to say that on this podcast.
2: But you're absolutely right that the core thing being that a that a fucking tweet on Twitter is the reason that the stock market literally plummeted overnight is fucking unreal. Like, but what it, world are we living it's because,
0: in? It's because he holds Twitter.
2: Like, Twitter is
0: him. It's like, crazy. It's not, it's like, that is him. And, and like, it's, it's not it's, filtered. The beautiful
1: thing cute. is, Joe Biden definitely doesn't know how to work a smartphone. So, we're not going to have to it's worry really about it. It's really cute. It, it, it is. It, listen, I'm voting, I'm voting for Joe, and I'm not here to, like, oh, push you anybody know Jill? in. Any...
0: Did you know Joe Biden? Dr. Joe Biden is yeah. a Billy, Billy girl.
1: I did not know that. I knew he was yes. from Delaware. or He's from Scranton and then lived in Delaware. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, she's from Philly. Yeah,
1: then shout out, you got my vote. That was easy. Uh, but more, more than <laughs> I, anything, I'm like,
2: voting for him as well.
1: Yeah, I just want to make it clear I don't think that the president should have access to a tweet, uh, like a Twitter account. Oh, no, tw- keep,
0: it, keep it to him, let him. No, no, all
1: right. Let him finish. But then the rest of the world, I feel like this is like one of those things like in a, in, a, in like a, a zombie movie or something like a president gets power hungry and then does something crazy. And then they destroy whatever the agent of chaos was before. Like if it was like in a Marvel movie, like the president finds like a fucking like magical orb that like destroys the world, the superheroes come in, save it. And then they destroy the orb. I feel like it should be like, Trump does this shit, uses Twitter, and then like the superheroes come in and they just destroy the presidential Twitter. I think that's the way it should be.
2: I totally agree, without a doubt.
1: Well, thank you. He literally
2: God. just spews shit. And you know what's so crazy, though? Like, the owner, I can't remember his name, the dude who, like, created Twitter. Jack. He's, like, a, he's like seemingly, from from my understanding, and, and I have to admit, it's, it's limited. He seems to be, like, a decent, like, a good dude. Like, he donated, like, yeah. I think, a like, $15 million or something. Yeah, to COVID relief like at the beginning of this and yeah the Twitter guy is like he seems like it's you know I mean I get it they can't ban anyone specifically but at the same time I don't know like the fact that he has that much power on Twitter I just I we're just talking national security
1: and we're talking about the health of our economy it's more of a matter of look end of the day I just think there needs to be more decorum and I think yeah. there needs to be more regulation in what this do like I think I don't think Obama wrote his own tweets and if he did he signed it B.O. like he like signed his shit like Just such a sweet man. But more than anything, look, November 3rd's around the corner, but before that, they need to fucking pass a stimulus because if not, part of that stimulus is the Save Our Stages Act. And to all those motherfucking politicians that want to walk out in their rallies to songs and they they somehow like respect art in that capacity, if you ever want to see a live show again, you get that shit done or else we're all
2: Seriously, Seriously.
1: All right, back back to the good stuff. Let's get back to the happy shit. You guys know who Quavo is? He's one of the guys from Migos? Yes. Okay, I cool. So. <laughs> Bree's like, yeah, let's just roll with it. Okay, so Quavo <laughs> is one of the guys from the Migos. And uh, he dates another rapper named Saweetie. And they're like the it couple right now. Like, they're just like madly in love. Like, it's actually pretty cool to see. But that the rapper Saweetie put up the original DM of how they got together. And it is the cringiest thing. I don't know how this worked. The main conversation is like, how did this dude pull off... Pulling such a wonderful human being from this DM. And he DM'd oh, wow. her a snowflake emoji.
0: Oh, and she, I saw this.
1: She DM'd him back a bowl of noodles emoji. I don't know if this yes. has some sort of like meaning that's- behind it. And then his line was, You so icy, I'm a glacier boy. And now they've been together for like five months and are madly in love. First off, more power to you, Quavo, because that's pretty fucking incredible. You can be that slick. Money does some amazing things. I'll say that. But more than anything, Bree, if uh, if somebody randomly said in your DMs and hit you with the "you so icy, I'm a glacier boy," what do you do?
0: Run the opposite way or delete it?
1: <laughs> like right. I just I leave like, it. All-
0: you're you're in the same boat as me. Like I never, I didn't, I've lived vicariously through my friends and t- the Tinder age. Like it's horrifying.
1: You know, well, the last I met, time I
0: met my husband at a frat party.
1: Yeah, well, right, that's a classic story right there. Yeah, I met my wife in freshman year math. So yeah, that's so crazy. It's so but awesome. the last time I was single, I had just gotten to MySpace. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Real, shit.
2: Real shit. Dating in the virtual world.
1: Yeah. yeah, Alex, let's direct this to you. Me and Bree are gonna gang yeah. up you. All right, okay. so so Quavo comes through and hits you with the "You so icy, I'm a glacier boy." What do you do?
2: Um, I'm gonna send him a, like a shit ton of fire emojis. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah just yeah hit, yeah melt, em. <laughs> melt
2: them hit,
1: <laughs> just hit melt them back them. with the fire emojis that's that's not a bad idea
2: i like it. you just you just send your energy and then back the fuck out
1: you haven't met your tinderella yet have you you haven't had your moment yet
2: i haven't had my moment but that's okay um tinder tinderella is probably a far way off
1: dude my boy Brandon. you you know brandon Bray, brandon paluba yeah my boy met <laughs> his wife on tinder jill, jill met
2: her husband on really jill- yes. uh tinder oh yeah
1: no shit! It's happening more and more. Who yeah, knew?
0: I mean, like I have a coworker who met her husband. She's in Canada. She was, she's from Canada, and I met her husband. Like I don't know where he was in Wisconsin or whatever. Whatever's close in the Midwest there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, I, uh, um, Kim Ritchie. Um, okay. her name is.
1: Shout out Kim Ritchie, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the, brand, the Brandon story. I can't even, wait to
0: share this. <laughs> like, bro, yeah,
1: <laughs> the Brandon story is even crazier because Brandon met his now wife on on tinder and then she moved to texas such a
0: brandon move by the way oh
1: such a brandon move just to hope it's (laughs) romantic and uh he wound up going down and hanging out with her in texas and then they got engaged and then both moved to austin dude love
0: has love has
1: has no like story although i can't say shit what the fuck i'm living the most stereotypical northeast philly lifestyle of all time
2: <laughs> no, it's dude, you're no, at least
1: you're okay. living in Maddie's store. True, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't already have six kids and live in morale Park, so I'm doing all right. Uh, all right, so that thank you, I really appreciate that. <laughs> all right, so that was the wildest shit that we've seen on the internet. Before we go any further, I gotta give a shout out to our sponsors at High Brew Coffee. You get 10% off all online orders with promo code FOXTROT, and then, of course. Well, I'll ask you guys. How often do you go to Wawa?
2: When Alan goes to Wawa every day and he loves coffee. Right. I, will All right. It, I, I go more now in the fall because I don't work like- from home.
1: Oh, uh, okay.
2: But I go more now because, um, this is so lame, but they're going to start having that like hot turkey sandwich. Oh, the gobbler. Yeah. Fuck
1: yeah. That's, well, you got to wash right. the game. gobbler down with a high brew coffee because yeah. it's at Wawa. You're from the Philly I have area.
2: Had, I have had the coffee. It's fucking great. I don't, I never drank coffee, dude. Literally never drank it until about like, I mean, I had it once in a while, but never like every day until about like like a month ago. And I am like high on coffee, like all the time now. I fucking love it. Yeah. And I have had that cold brew and it was very, very good. Dana knew- is so sensitive to, to anything. Oh my God. I took a shot like before this call. You should have seen it. I mean, I'm coming down now. My <laughs> face was red as fuck when we, were, when we got on here. I'm like four drinks in, and she's just like.
1: <laughs> Listen, I'll say this. Yo, Dana knows if like I wake up in the morning, she's already up. I just walk right. I have to go get coffee first. I can't function unless I do. But I will say this. You guys know more than anybody. There's a Wawa every 14 fucking feet in Philadelphia. Yeah. Get the high brew coffee at Wawa. That's what you got to do. Let's move in to our next segment. What the fuck we've been listening to. I'm going to start, and then we're going to go Brie, and then we're going to go Alex, and we'll circle back around. My first pick, I went with Dunes by the Alabama Sheiks. Oh. First off, Sound and Color oh, yeah. is just an absolutely unbelievable album. Brittany Howard is a god amongst men. She and uh, I love this song because it starts in such, like, a laid-back way, and then out of nowhere, these, like, distorted fuzz guitars come through at the end. And uh, I don't know, that, that album to me was, like, the first album was campy in a way because it was, like, kind of garagey and, like, they did their thing there. And the second album was, like, them with production. And they did it so perfectly. Not to mention I love all of Brittany Howard's, like, I don't know, like, side projects. Yeah, dude. Fucking badass. So my first song is Dunes by the Alabama Shakes. Brie, what's your first song?
0: All right. My first song is Fairy Tales of New York. By who? By uh, Pokes
1: okay i'm not familiar you gotta go oh it's a fucking christmas song the christmas song you
0: know the song okay you're gonna have to send it to me so my neighbor my my the the people that like my new neighbors people i share a wall with he like we were just talking about music and he was just he i think he used to be a mummer and his buddy was selling an accordion so
1: (laughs) did you buy the accordion
0: no, he bought me the accordion for $20 and like was like, hey, like, and told Alan that, like, hey. And then Alan told me, he was like, hey, Rocco has something for us or for you. So we out there I have
2: a freaking accordion. So I got to learn some accordion songs. Oh my fucking God. York, call me right after she opened it. She was so happy.
0: Did
2: they, you know, it's the. Da, 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 da. listen to me just da, da, listen
1: to Atlanta. we're not all all christmas songs remind me of our fifth grade christmas show with miss Kowanowski.
2: but this oh, is like a yeah. specifically oh, yeah. irish christmas song you're just gonna have to send this
1: that. shit to me all right alex pick your first pick uh okay i this
2: is this is what i've been listening to right uh, what the fuck
1: i've been listening to
2: what the fuck? What the fuck? I've been listening. To? I, so in the last like few days, I keep uh, putting on repeat "Shiny Happy People" REM. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Hell yeah, dude.
2: I just Hell have yeah. I've been in my car like "Shiny Happy." People. Have <laughs> you ever seen
1: the music video for that song?
2: No, I haven't. No. Oh my! It's it's my
0: favorite. Song. It, it's a great song. It, that it is looks. Brilliant.
1: It's like. The fucking video is like them in like this, like Technicolor world, and there's like puppet characters around. It is very REM. It's very it's weird. it's the but
0: chick from B 52s. Like, yeah, I'll have like, to watch. It. And
2: I...
1: like,
0: the B 52s are like the other guy is in it
1: too. Wait, get the fuck out of here. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, he like he only sings the one line, and he actually really sounds like, um, shit, I'm forgetting his name. Michael REM. Yeah, that dude Michael sounds Stein.
2: just, yeah, 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 yeah. Like,
1: that makes so much sense because I've heard the song 8 million times and I didn't know what it was that was... <laughs> fucking of my <laughs> Yeah. It's, so I, I didn't...
2: Stipe.
1: Michael... Dude, fucking Michael Stipe is the man. Shout <laughs> out to R.E.M. Oh, know, yeah. yeah. If you have time, there's a new series on Netflix called uh, How a Song Gets Made hmm. and Michael Stipe and R.E.M. are one of the guests and they do a whole episode on how they wrote and made Losing My Religion. It's fucking Not sweet. Yeah, Alright, so my second song, I brought it up at the beginning. I picked Peg by Steely Dan. Dude, first off, fucking slapper, great song. <laughs> but I don't know what it was, what happened over quarantine. But Will put me on to something from Steely Dan, and John Mayer tweeted out that his favorite guitar solo of all time is Reeling in the Years. And I never like thought about, I never thought about that—that that it was like a guitar song. But the whole there's a solo throughout the entire goddamn song. But Peg is so fucking funky. And when you guys were trying to figure out your microphone situation, I don't know if you heard it, but I had it on and I was just jamming wow. out to it. <laughs> uh, so to anybody By the way Steely Dan might be The most sampled band Of all time
0: yeah, Oh there's yeah Probably
1: So many hip hop beats Stem from Steely Dan That's Most real. famously Champion By Kanye West uh, Samples King Charlemagne And then There's a really famous song By uh, Gangstar that DJ Premier Samples a Steely Dan song And I didn't know it Until today So shout out to Steely Dan uh, Bree go for your second pick
0: uh, Oh No one knows me like the, the piano. piano. yeah, yeah. The Samfa. Oh, you know no
1: know one know knows me like the piano, piano by Sanfa. Piano. Yo, yeah. sampha's that shit. How did you find Sanfa?
2: I I found him through our friend Jay because I wanted to cover that song and and I love that song. And then we'd all started listening to it, and Bree's been learning it on the piano. Yeah, because I got my yeah.
1: Yeah, you got the, yeah, piano. the piano. Talk about yeah. that.
0: Dude, it's it was I don't know. It was an emotional day because 2 days before freaking neighbor gave me an accordion. He's like make more noise with it cuz you know, I don't know. It just it was really great and then like the guy came and tuned it. And, like it's, it's so cool that it's like lived. But like I
2: like
1: well, That my was your grandmother's dad, piano, right?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. She's she was like very like um uh, she was she was she was like weirded out by the fact that my dad and I couldn't sight read <laughs> or like just you know she's our classically trained musician but I didn't um, know that oh yeah she was a violinist that. and yeah
1: can but, you read huh? it all Bree?
2: Huh? Can you no. read
1: it all? I can't yeah. either see I thought the St. Charles Bar Mayo for our wonderful music education classes.
2: Yeah no I mean and, I can but, I can read and I'm not I can't write uh, actual music even slightly as well as Brie,
1: can there. you read tabs?
0: yeah uh, right now i just do youtube
1: i can't read tabs
0: i mean I, like i won't i won't sit there and read tabs i just watch people play you and then, know they, yeah, you know what that's they you know i mean i know like them.
1: when we were kids
0: i got a two <laughs> on the ap music contest,
1: hey. two out of four. uh real quick alex your last song oh um
2: uh, uh my old man mac DeMarco.
1: Ooh. oh hell yeah let's go I it's mean, good that too
2: you're I in made a, a really random playlist recently that I listened to.
1: That's the best shit, though. And the cool thing yeah. is you're in a home studio, which is basically what Matt DeMarco records all his shit on. And it sounds like it, but it, just, yeah. Matt DeMarco's shit is so cool.
2: It is, yeah. He's so good. I he love is.
1: Him. Have you seen Matt DeMarco live? No. I've heard great things. I haven't seen him live before, but I've heard great fucking things.
2: Mm. Mm. Yeah, I would see him live. I mean, I, I think he's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah.
2: Erica, Erica turned me on to him.
1: Erica has the best finds, but we also love the shit on Erica because we always, when Erica joined the band, we used to call Erica a hipster because we were just, like, Northeast Philly dickheads and, like, she was, like, not. So, everybody who wasn't a Northeast Philly dickhead was just, like, oh, you hipster, like, you yuppie, like, you're listening to, like, Band of Horses. So, we have this, like, running (laughs) joke in the band, that, like, back in the day, we used to, like, make fun of Erica and be, like, you probably, like, fucking love Band of Horses, don't you? Which, by the way, I love Band of Horses now, but, like, back in the day, I was, like, oh, you nerd, like, you fucking (laughs) love Band of Horses, so... If I ever like, if you ever run into Erica, ask her about Band of Horses, and she'll just punch you in the face.
2: Will
1: do. There you go. So that was What the Fuck We've Been Listening To. Brie, before we move into our last thing, I want to bring up something. We haven't talked about this yet. Our story goes so far back to our dads.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Both Parkwood people. And I remember I growing up, my dad telling me about how good of a musician your dad was, and my dad like sneaking around a garage in Parkwood to listen to your dad play the guitar.
0: Yeah, like he was like like my dad's pers- like I don't think my dad remembers it like specifically cuz there were, apparently there was a bunch of kids who would like sneak in to like watch. And like there's like 150 kids on every fucking garage. block in
1: Parkwood. But
0: yeah, cuz cause, um that cause wasn't like in rumble Dumpty. He was with like which what's really sad is a lot of those musicians are like past now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Crazy. Uh yeah, like and, wow. but Um that is crazy. But they were all really, really good. And my dad was super young. Like he was like nineteen and they were like twenty five and like dead serious and like maybe or maybe druggies, I think. Uh,
1: Probably it was the seventies, who knows? I will say this flat out. But yeah, so
0: but to that story, your dad told me that story. He just was like, Yo, I used to sneak in to watch your dad. It's so cool that you and Colin are like sharing music. together. Like, so, it's your so dad, like cool. your dad. I was like checking, I was like checking tear ducts on your dad. Like he was. He was my really dad was is used, my like, dad
1: is the king. Very of the-
0: proud of you, Colin. Yes, my dad is the so king proud.
1: of the overly <laughs> emotional speech. That's what my dad does. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. I so.
0: father cries at the drop of a hat. Just ask him how much. Ask my dad how much does he love Alan? How much does oh, he love his husband? Oh God. That's awesome. That's kind of sort
1: of By the way, can we clear something up? <laughs> Because it was, like, the first, like, six what? years that I, like, knew your husband.
0: Like, Doug Doug Allen? Doug
1: what the Allen fuck is that dude. about? So, Brie has this thing where she flips between calling her husband Allen and calling her husband Doug. And there would be so many <laughs> yeah. times where I would leave seeing them together and then go, dude, what the fuck is that guy's name? I have no idea. Like, I can't <laughs> figure this out. Which one is it? A,
0: he, he goes by both. His name is Alan DeLugas Jr. So, DeLugas is a complicated name. He was the new kid. So um he okay. he goes by he goes by both and like when I first met him he was Doug and I put him in my phone immediately as Doug funny and then um and then he's we dated for phone. a little bit funny. and then he got really drunk at a party and like lost his debit card had to call the bank and he calls the bank and I'm like sitting there and he's like he's introducing his name and he just goes Alan DeLucas, and I'm just like
1: what the fuck, buddy? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> what the
0: fuck is, are you? Why? Why? What? What? Your name is Alan.
1: <laughs> you ever? You ever watch <laughs> just a show the show? N- he just goes
0: by both now. His mom calls him AJ, and he hates it when yeah, I call He's him got AJ, like
2: three but names. Jesus but Christ! When, when he introduces himself now, I feel like as like an adult. Like he, it says always that his name is Alan, but. The one, those of us who like knew him in college, like I can't call, he doesn't even like it when I call him Alan, it's weird. My nephew's been Doug
0: to Each one, I have two nephews. One calls him Doug and one calls him Alan. Or Allie. The dude you know him
1: well this happened when we were writing like a little bit ago you flipped again and you 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 called him doug again and i was like i know this motherfucker's name is alan this is <laughs> bullshit i know it but i was second guessing myself and i'm like i've called this dude alan to his face i've called him doug to his face i have no idea what's going on let's just make
2: answers to both but call him alan okay alan, cool need to hear it. tell him but like but quickly tell him the story of sean I'm not no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is this actually so your happens. brother <laughs> yeah yeah
0: this actually happens a lot people think i'm dating two men um <laughs> but um anyway so i like my parent my dad was playing at the e house this is the story so my brother like officiated the wedding and this was like the story he gave of the joke of doug's name so um So he just was like, yeah, so we're playing at the e-house, talking to different people, and then, like, my brother's, like, excited to meet Doug, like, Bree's boyfriend. Doug is coming, and this guy walks up to him and goes, hi, I'm Alan, I'm Brianna's boyfriend. And then my brother's just like, cool, and, like, chats with them for a little bit, then it goes up to my mom and dad. He's like, what what happened to Doug? Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And I – because I love your husband, fucking great dude, but I just want to cap this conversation off by saying, Charlie Judge, is a fucking gem and uh, an amazing musician. And once again, I've known him my entire life, basically. He's never not been happy when I've seen him. And I always love that. So shout he out to literally the-
2: literally like sunshine. He's so sweet.
1: The Judge family are just excellent human beings. I'm done yeah. saying nice things. I got to say something mean now. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll get there. Uh, all right. So let's move into our coronavirus survival guide. So we okay. do this every episode where we list out our top three of different things. Uh, for those who tuned in last time, we did five because we did a entire starting NBA starting five of musicians. I fucked up, by the way, when we did this. I did metaphorically, like I had like reasons why I picked these people relating it to basketball, and everybody else just picked like, I don't know, like two chains because he plays basketball, like or like, like. So I fucked up. But the oh. one, the one musician all three of us had in common was John Mayer. For some reason, I have no goddamn idea why.
2: I get it. I don't know why, but I get it.
1: You get it, right? Yeah. All right. So once again, I'll start out, we'll go Alex and then we'll go Brie. And the topic this time is pick three songs that made you want to start doing music. Okay. And so I have two alternates as well. Like I have like an honorable mention list as well, but I try to like give different reasons. Uh, So I'll start out my first one. And this goes back to me being like eight or nine. When I first started playing guitar, one of the first songs I learned how to play was only, it's only rock and roll, but I like it by the Rolling Stones and I remember my dad had like, a live Stones concert DVD. They were old as fuck back then, so they're, like, really old as fuck now, but, like, watching it, and I was like, this is so simple. Like, I could do this. Like, this is fucking sick, and I vividly remember as a kid walking around with a guitar and following my mom around the house and performing this song for her, like, endlessly, and Aww. I just remember my mom, like, being nice, being like, that's really good, but I could tell by, like, the fucking fourth week of me playing the same song, she was just like, i need to start drinking yeah and i don't know like the stones were like my my family band as a kid like everybody loved the stones we didn't listen to the beatles in my house my dad thought the beatles were for losers like he was just like stones only stones only i know right it's fucked up uh so we didn't listen to them either really
2: yeah
1: no no No, my dad's
2: not a fan of the stones either no
1: not the stones we listened to the stones we didn't listen to the beatles so like i vividly remember my dad telling nine-year-old me that the Beatles were for pussies. Exact word for word, <laughs> <laughs> saying the Beatles are for pussies. And then like, the Stones were just our band growing up. So this, it's only rock and roll, but I like it. Or just any Stones songs in general were like the first thing to make me be like, I can put that through my guitar and I can write something that simple. It was just like fucking so easy. Like I just, it was one of the first yeah. things. Uh, Alex, we're going to go with your first song. Um, so it's
2: so, it, it's interesting. Well, like I grew up listening to Uh, Joni Mitchell, and Fleetwood Mac more than any other artist, because that's just who my mom, and the cars. My mom would always play like those three. The cars are great. Yeah, always. Do you guys
1: guys know my secret that the cars are the, like, we've openly admitted this on the podcast, but like, bands that you should love, but you don't, the cars are mine. I don't know why
2: like most people don't love them i think I, I love them because i grew up listening to
1: them they write such it's great like songs so
2: songs yeah, yeah. that yeah. like you're like Shit, you're i think it was
1: like kinda. as a kid like visually looking at Rico casick i think i was like that dude is a nerd like i don't get it and then like it just like never i never gave it another chance but their songs are everywhere the fucking cars are great but i digress what did you pick
2: so, I'm going to pick uh, a case of you, Joni Mitchell, because Buck it's like yeah. my Buck favorite, yes. all-time favorite song. Hi, Dougie.
1: So, Doug. Oh, hey. man, oh my God. What a gentleman. Oh, there
2: you the <laughs> <sweetest> go. <laughs> Bye, hair. Doug.
1: Oh. By the way, that is what I'm clipping for Instagram tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> all right um,
0: so yeah, okay, i texted and i was like you 100% need to pop
2: in and give us <laughs> oh
1: hell yeah dude oh you said that up all right Maybe. yeah so so back to Jody mitchell
2: yeah yeah so that song because um when i heard like i i love uh i love folk music and singer-songwriter music like oh, more than God. anything in the world and that song in particular just like fucking changed my life and made me want to write music
0: we gotta send we gotta send him the link to that YouTube. Video. Oh, it's
2: also the song. So what we're talking about, it's the song. No, that I, I'll never walk. You'll never walk alone.
0: Is the oh, song. I'm sorry.
2: Well, it's what the I'm, first song you asked me to play with you. Got it.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I sang. I a learned case that shit do. in a day. I, like, I, oh, I, I sang a case of you for all. Like, I taped myself singing it and replaying it for like all of my college admission tapes. What? Oh. Yeah, like all of my like yeah, musical, cause she went for music. Yeah. All of my musical theater. Oh. I was a musical theater kid. Like all of my admission tapes were was that song.
1: Get the fuck out of here! That's awesome. Shouts to Joni Mitchell. Shouts to Brie. Yeah.
2: All right,
1: Brie, what's your first song? I'm interested on this one. All
0: right, there's there's like there are Don't there think, are just answer. Th- I'm just kidding. there are songs <laughs> that, that make me want to write like lyrically, like like no one knows me like like. The piano in my mother's home is just a line that's like, what the fuck? Why can't I write so that? Like, Ugh. there's just that line. No one knows me like the piano in my mother's home. That's like,
2: fuck. so what's like the first time anyway. like that that you heard? Is it anyway,
0: him? but I, or, I digress. I but I, I think so. Take a picture by mm. filter. It is this song
1: amazing? Song fucking amazing song. Explain so to good. me because yo, I, when you said picture, I was thinking. Nickelback and I was like, Brie, where are we going here? Yo, but take a picture by Filter is like ultimate nineties alternative, like fucking just an anthemic song.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, I like I've always and I like I just love the drums. I wanted to play the drums. My mom's like, no, they're too loud. But (laughs) um, like your dad has eight guitars, can you just play that? Yeah, figure it out. Um (laughs) but uh you know it just was it was one of those songs with the recording and like how he sings it and then at the end he's just like hey dad it's it's just (laughs) like like, it's just like the drums just like make me just want to go with it but then honestly like 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 young young me my favorite song was fucking Shiny happy people. Wow. I remember it's being in the bucket seat. My mom's Ford Explorer being like shiny happy people. Mm. Shiny happy people. Like I was that little kid. Was like, and your mom was definitely like, oh my, repeat.
1: Your mom was definitely like, oh my fucking God, we get it, dude. She no, my mom
0: is obsessed with REM like shout out to, to my mother-in-law as well cuz one of the first conversations that oh Alan and I had was really? that our moms are both obsessed with REM. Doug's um, mom has incredible taste. Yes, yeah, in that's it. how I know the cars um, are so good. Yeah. Too. My my she mom to
1: the My mom listens to three artists. My mom listens to Bon Jovi. My mom listens to Bruce Springsteen and my mom listens to Frank Sinatra. So if you're from New okay. Jersey, there's a probably a good chance. Although I will say something I didn't know about my mom until later in life. I found all of her old CDs, like her old CD case. my mom was just bumping fucking r&b my mom had like 15 mariah carey cds my mom had my mom had ushers confessions like i do remember very vividly my mom listening to confessions part two by usher daily like all the fucking time and then the other thing i've had my mom loved freestyle music do you know what freestyle music is 80s club music. I don't like. I have to send you some of this shit, but it's very yeah, 80s. Do, yeah, that
0: sounds like it's a morale. <laughs> sounds like exactly what I want.
1: To you know listen. that song? Um, another not another dream. It's yeah. always you. That's oh, like, freestyle. Yeah, the skating, skating party music. <laughs> yes, my mom had a shit ton of Stevie <laughs> B. Like just straight up, like fucking, like dance, like Cornwall skating rink. Like yeah. we'd be in there bumping yeah, well, that what shit.
0: was the song your brother requested?
1: Oh Jesus! I mean, no. so no, let kidding. me put Stop. you on. Let me put you on the spot, like twenty years in the past. Like, no, 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 because we just we
0: we did, did a workout work- class on. Oh, uh, okay. Was and she starts my-
2: laughing. I'm like, did your brother request? My brother was in it. and He requested this. I, I can't. I don't know. Was, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. But it was, it was. It was in
1: that vein. It was in that. Dude, I, the the one you said your mother in law. My mother in law is the world's biggest Bon Jovi fan. Like, like in the basement, like where like we used to hang out in high school and shit. Like there was just a frame Bon Jovi poster, and yeah. when we found out we were playing with Bon Jovi, the first person I called wasn't my mom. It wasn't Dana. It wasn't the band. I called Dana's mom, and I was yeah. like, I was like, "Yo, are you sitting down you right guys now?"
0: Man, tight. Yeah.
1: Fuck it. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna go with my second pick. So my second pick, it kind of goes back into like where my obsession with the female voice came from like why like just the it was the first song of like an artist of like our generation that i heard and i was just like this is the greatest song ever i do believe that this is the greatest song of the 21st century uh if it ain't you by alicia keys is i've never i remember being like when i was first starting to play music and like the diary of alicia keys is just an unbelievable album to begin with but like that song with the horns it's the greatest chorus of our time but the way that song is written, I was just, I, like, that to me was like, I was like, I. there's no better song. I think I wore that CD out, the Diary Alicia Keys. I wore that CD out, but specifically track three, if it ain't you. So that's, that was my pick for my second one. That's,
2: that's awesome. a good one. That's, that's a fucking character. great one.
1: Uh, all right, Alex, your second yeah. one.
2: All right, I got a curveball here. Go ahead. Uh, we got we get three of these, right? You got three of them. Okay, so this is real. It's just also you guys probably make fun of me. But I grew up, you know, being in like shows and stuff. Uh, I, and I did shows at Nazareth and then goes. She was Mrs. Potts. I was Mrs. Potts. <laughs> she literally had to hold, she had to hold her arms like this for an entire, <laughs> I also had swine flu that year. It was a great time.
1: You survived uh, swine 09?
2: I did. So I, oh. I had swine flu and vertigo at the same time. I thought I was gonna die.
1: What the she fuck?
2: You created the
1: coronavirus, dude. Uh,
2: apparently. What did you eat?
1: What did you eat? Like a fucking pigeon off the side of the road? <laughs> Like how did this happen? So, and no, also everybody
2: opinion. had it at school. Oh my god, it was awful. Um, but anyway, so I was obsessed with theater as a kid. And this, and so just as a preface, I fucking love like any like movie score, like oh yeah, like shit that makes oh god, don't shit that started. is perfectly placed into a scene to make you feel a specific emotion. Yeah. Is unbelievable to me. Yeah. Um it's it fascinates me. I'm obsessed. So in theater, that's obviously what you're doing. It's it's all um, music happening throughout a, a story. So like uh, I was obsessed with the Wicked soundtrack and Defying Gravity, that song. I would sing it, not, I, I still to this day know pretty much every word to that entire album. And that song literally like just would give, even now gives me like chills. I, I can just, see I you can have goosebumps it.
1: right now, yeah?
0: Oh yeah, I God. think, like, Wicked was always a game changer in terms of, like, rock theater. Oh, it was incredible like rock music. And it entering. made me I want, the I was like, like, this is what I want to do well, with my
2: fucking life. Like, have
1: you spent any time to going to Broadway shows? Have you been to Broadway? Oh,
2: my God. So, I've seen Wicked three times. Wow. I've seen, um, I've seen a lot of things on. My brother lives in New York. My family's from, from New York. I love.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay.
2: Yeah, my mom's whole family is from New York. My parents, my grandparents are immigrants, too, like, just outside of that city my dad's from Jersey. So like parents also love Bruce by the way. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, we grew up going to shows all the time. Like the first one I saw was uh Lion King when I was like five. Oh, that's awesome. And so, yeah, I love shows. I loved seeing them, especially when I was younger. And like, that really made me like, it felt, it felt like a calling. It was so, I love, love that music.
1: Well, God blessed you with a voice for it. So congratulations. Thank you, congratulations. Uh, Brie, what's your second pick?
2: I don't know. It's hard. I think, um, I feel like I know some of yours. The ones that you like love super, super a lot. What? Um, and, like Peter Gabriel.
0: Yeah. Peter, well, Peter
2: Gabriel. Yeah.
0: The whole So album pretty much. But Unbelievable. Um, In Your Eyes is 100% there.
1: Me and you I have bonded over that. Yeah. We've yeah. talked about that before because that's one of my favorite songs of all time.
0: Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's top I really can't pick a favorite song it's top five
1: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> but um it's impossible but uh i think like so the songs that i do come back to in terms of like when i heard them like i was like fuck I, like because for me like it, the transition that i'm coming into is like i really want to hone in on my songwriting abilities and yeah. like my production abilities right so like the inspiration where it was like I could do this. How do I do this? Google, how do you do this? Um, you know, like I mean like uh Midnight City M83 is oh. like it's consistent a consistent so jam. Like, oh my always, fucking god. Like so, yeah, it, that one's still like you like whole height. The whole it, record is incredible. It's,
1: it, well, it just didn't sound like it was from this world. Like, it was just, like, so well... It was well, not in
0: a goddamn bedroom, right? was not that a
1: bad sickening, bedroom. Sickening. Sickening. Yeah. Because it the, the, that's a fucking genius pick right there. Because that, that's one of those ones that I was like, okay, a saxophone is necessary. Because the way they recorded that saxophone is just perfect. And it would, just came out of fucking nowhere.
0: Yeah. Great does. pick, Brie. Thanks.
1: Good. I got to stop complimenting you. God damn it. All right. My, uh, <laughs> my third pick uh well i went with kind of like as a kid once again like i got i got a stack of cds in like one of those like cases that had like the the pole in the middle and like you stack cds on top of them. my cousin jamie who's like 15 years older than me gave me a stack of cds and in there was a g love cd and g love
0: g love uh... and colin budney are
1: like i talked to him i talked to him recently about coming on the podcast by the way
0: really did he respond
1: yeah, like we, I, I, have pretty regular like conversions with him. Like, oh, cool. This cool. is this is a life that if I would have told myself like ten years ago, I'd be like, holy shit, that's fucking sweet. But so like, it's a conversation we have a lot, and especially you're you're your ladies in music, and like we've had a lot of guests on that we talk about representation and seeing yourself in certain situations, right? Yeah. And this was the first time as a kid I seen somebody who was from my city, kind of with the accent. Yeah, yeah. And doing rap blues which are like my two sides of my brain and yeah. then the, the name of the song i picked was i-76 and it's like a rap rock song with like yeah, yeah. and he's rapping about philly and so like i could see blues, very vividly blues, yeah. i could see very vividly what the fuck he was talking about sixty five twenty five 25 parkline drive and like always we're kicking it love gonna get i thought you were singing it so i started singing it too but so <laughs> like i just saw that and i was like holy shit if he can do it, why the fuck can't I? And like, that was one of those ones that, like, and that was like high school, probably, like early high school, and just being like, oh my God, like, someone from here did this. We can fucking do this. So I'll always, I try and tell G as much as humanly possible. I'll tag him and shit. I'll DM him and just be like, thank you. Thank you for kind of like showing people that we can do this shit. So yeah,
0: I 76 by like, G Love. Yeah, because I feel like Philly is just so overshadowed. Yeah.
2: And it's, it's, not, so, it's such an incredible.
1: It's getting there, though. The, yeah. the War on Drugs won Best Rock Album a couple years ago. Amos Lee came out of fucking nowhere. Do you ever, do you know Amos Lee's story? Amos Lee was no. teaching. Amos Lee was teaching high school until he was like thirty two, and then he decided to try it. Dude,
2: so is Cheryl Crow.
1: Fuck well, it. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl oh Crow is
2: fucking Cheryl Crow. But I'm yeah, <laughs> she literally was a teacher, and at thirty two, recorded an album and got famous.
1: So yeah, I seventy six from G Love. That that was my third pick. So Alex, let's go to your third pick.
2: Okay. Um. I think. All right. So going back to like the core here, what made me want to write music? Um. I love so much music. I'm trying to think of like. Oh, <laughs> I want.
1: There you go. <laughs> Why
2: don't you go? Give me a
0: minute, because I feel like I need to think about it. Well, you know what? It's like I, I'm actually. I'm honestly trying to think back through songs that literally inspired songs that I've written, and um. Love vigilantes.
1: Mm. Ooh, by
0: iron and wine is a
1: great song.
0: song. Um, that song, like the way that sounds, the story of it, the way it comes back full circle, and I like know. it's yeah,
1: um,
2: and fucking fantastic song. Uh, mine is um doesn't matter anymore. Ava Cassidy. Um, you guys probably I don't know. Do you know that song?
1: It's no, but of- I'm very interested to hear what you're gonna say.
2: It's not super. I don't think it's super well known. I think it is. Those, Alex like likes you. You like unique artists. I, cool. I like a lot of. Uh, I just like as Dougie has said. I like <laughs> I like music that puts you to sleep. Mm. Um, it's not the only thing I like, but I love. I do like. I love sad music. Like I listen to. Like I could listen to Phoebe Bridgers like anytime. anytime oh love dad. Phoebe Bridgers. Dude, Dude, love her so much. Um, or like you know like Lucy Dacus and Julian Baker. That's like another one. Dude is like
1: really boy genius. Love.
2: Yeah, fucking love boy genius, yeah. and I love those three artists separately a okay. bit, But that song by Ava Cassie, you should listen to it. It's slow and like low, but it's 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 like a it's like a really like beautiful kind of like melancholy song about um about love ending and like it you know it doesn't it, like it not mattering anymore, but obviously it does. And I just it, it's it's such like her voice. Uh, I can sing this, the song really well because it's right where, like, my sweet spot kind of is ah. in my voice. So when I sing it, I feel like I'm uh, singing a song that I could have written.
1: And, See, that's the best feeling.
2: Oh, I was and to I, I know and yeah, so I, I I love that music, so I feel like I would want to... That makes me want to write when I listen to it or sing it.
1: All these picks were fucking fantastic, by the way, and I'm very interested to check out the shit. I want you guys to send it over to me because we update yeah. a list of, like, what the fuck we've been listening to. So, like, we add these to a playlist on Spotify. Right,
0: so well, anything... That. That's
1: awesome. Um, I have two honorable mentions.
0: I was also going to say, Nara, you, did you ever watch Cold Case? Oh. No. So cold case, the is TV like show, yeah, yeah. Show that was set in Philly. Yep, and that. it's the themes. The theme song to that is my jam. We'll send it all over. I'm, I'm a big geek on as as movie you, scores. Huge,
2: yeah, yeah. dude.
1: When you, you said, I thought you said Nora, like Nora Jones, and I was gonna be like, well, dude, I Nora could pick a hundred Nora Jones songs over here. That's and my shit. If you
2: hear this song, Colin? You'll know exactly what it is.
1: Word. All right, cool. Yeah, send it over. Um, if you have any honorable mention that come to your head, let me know. But my two, um, I picked. I had to pick a Bruce song just because like, that was my, my shit. So I picked No Surrender by Bruce Springsteen because it's a simple song and it made me want to run through a brick wall as an eight-year-old. And uh, to this day, it came on while I was driving today and it's what made me think of this topic. Mm, so, cool. uh, and then the one that like really to me was like the ultimate game changer uh, was All Falls Down by Kanye West off the college dropout. And this, once again, goes back to where my obsession with working with, with you know, women and female voices came from because Kanye did it so well to highlight the human voice in general. Like, he uses it as an instrument. And that hook in that song the, that Brita sang, like, I was like, where the fuck, what planet is this dude from? And, like, I wore that album down. I actually hid that album from my dad because I got in trouble for having a rap CD in the house. And I lost it until I moved out way, way later. I found it in an old, like, Discman. And I, I, like, I still have that CD. So, College Dropout changed my life. I always say that. It introduced me to so much shit. So, those are my I two think, honorable mention picks.
2: Um, I feel like, honestly, my honorable mention could just be the entire Blue Album by Joni Mitchell. Like, that's, like, Ooh. the case of- a case of you was on that album, and that whole album is fucking yeah, unbelievable. I think shit. I need to throw a Guster song out there. You have to. Uh, yeah, you know, we,
1: we played with Guster last year.
2: What? Oh, yeah, they, didn't you play with them at a festival?
1: Yeah, XBN Fest. They were our day. Awesome. They were awesome, oh, by yeah. the way. Yeah, I remember They're
0: like... Incredible. Yeah. Ryan is like the best drummer, my favorite drummer.
1: Dude, dude fucking very tight band. Very, very, very tight band. Mm. Oh, my last one. Uh, sexy Motherfucker by Prince. It was... Yeah. Uh,
0: Give me a second here.
1: I mean, Prince to me was like the my introduction is so much. My dad, it was the only song my dad ever put me... We were in a car and he out loud said, don't show your mom that I played you this. Don't tell her I played you this. And he played me sexy motherfucker. And from that moment on, horns were always in my head and just the funk shit and the, the rhythm section. That song is another life changer for me.
2: Also, get up off that thing, James Brown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Get up off that thing. Like, that song made me, like, that was on my original list.
0: Ooh. Midnight in
1: Harlem. To, to oh, Tedeschi Trucks Band. Hell yeah, I was in yeah. Tedeschi Trucks Band yesterday. Real quick, where was the first place you heard "Get Up Off That Thing"? Cause I know where mine is, and I bet you yours is the same.
0: Fucking uh, it was, Harry was, it was the Spy.
1: Harry the Spy. Spy. Yes. yes. I fuck didn't yes. Harry the
2: Spy. My mom played it on her giant ass Casio at Christmas time.
1: <laughs> okay, good for you. Well, me and Bree apparently had the orange Nickelodeon DVD of yes! or or no, VHS no, of, no, of I love the Harry the Spy. Spy. VHS. Yeah. Uh, fucking Harry the no, i, I, I DJed
0: would I Al- jill's, jill's wedding oh what a great wedding G, like jill our best friend jill got married she's like Prie. well her and i both are really good at it too but like and i went to an
2: eagle's tailgate that song was playing i was like we're adding this <laughs> you know what it also makes me think of is the movie what a girl wants with amanda Bynes.
1: there you go it's, Okay, well, <laughs> Harriet the spy, Harriet <laughs> yeah, Harry, the spy, Harry's Harriet the better. spy,
0: without a
1: doubt. She has out Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: all right, yeah. So, there it is. That is uh, our coronavirus survival guy for the day. Uh, that yeah. is our episode. Uh, real quick, ladies, I can't tell you how happy I am to have you here. And I would say I hope to see you soon, but I know I'll see you soon because I always love <sighs> to see you guys. Um, anything yeah. you'd like to plug? obviously we have a new single for alex obviously brie is constantly working on music run it down tell the people what they need to know
2: uh well first off thanks so much for having us yeah, yeah this is so fun and so yeah awesome. this was a blast we're so and we're so like i was i was so excited to to sing on the fox shot song too. that was fun.
1: Awesome. this is you, another so situation yes. where it's we always talk about this but like if i have if we have an idea like you guys were, i was like come on the podcast and you were like okay and i was like okay are you available tomorrow like we just do it right away yeah. and it actually wound up taking a week can you believe it's know. only been what has it been like a week and a half since we were yeah. in there
2: you, uh, literally like yeah a week and a day it was last tuesday <laughs> i
0: told alan he's like like what time are you how, how long do you think it'll take he's like well at least you won't be coming home at three in the morning <laughs>
1: false <laughs> false um, you're wrong yes yeah, so Lavender, but it was fun my song Honey so,
2: much fun. so much fun so late um
1: <laughs> it was great i got into bed oh, at, i got into bed at 5 a.m did
0: you yeah i, and I wouldn't be I'm surprised sure. i mean i yeah
1: that's was- normal for me though I, i'll i'll do, i do that shit like i don't yeah. mind like
2: but. Um. So yes, my song "Honey Lavender Lavender. is on Spotify. Bree's entire album "Wide Eyes" is on Spotify. Yes, um, we sister Moon Eyes. We're working we on yes. have now. a collection yep. coming out.
1: I can't wait.
0: Uh, yes. And um, hopefully there my... are some things that we'll probably share with you, Kyle. Yeah. Off camera and, and Erica too. Yes.
1: Um, me, me and it's you two were in the studio with me and Erica, and you showed me something. And me and Erica were oh, both yeah. like, look. Me and Erica both looked at each other like, I want to I be a part of this. I wanna produce this. Like, <laughs> I, I want to be a part of this. Like,
0: yeah, any, you're so cute.
1: Anything yeah. that little old Foxhaw can do, you say, you snap your fingers, and we're there.
0: That's what it's all about, man. It's like you and tell same. us when you yeah, meet like, us, same like, same
2: here. like I had so much fun. Like, I, I really, like I had the best time. Like, I know it was late, but I, but my whole dude, my work week last week, last week was fucked as hell like it was insanely busy and that was the highlight of like my whole week because i was just like this is what i actually want to be doing that's the
1: whole whole thing is like I, i love bringing people into the studio who aren't a part of the band um because i feel like a lot of people come in and they're used to one way of doing things yeah yeah or like they're they're in this and then we do it a completely different way and there's just a different vibe in there and that's, like, I, I enjoy going to different, like, I I go to Nashville this week. I, I head yeah. down to Nashville to write and record and do podcasts and shit. And I need a switch up for my routine as far as, like, rehearsal studio, studio, rehearsal studio, studio. So I'm getting out. To me, like, I feel like when, like, musicians and vocalists such as yourself come in, it's almost like that, like, difference. It's like a little spark. It's something a little bit different than what you're used to.
0: Yeah, and it's like, you know you get different ways of communicating you understand like how to share ideas and different things like that too you like, learn I from think, each other yeah
1: yeah, yeah and, and, other. and i
0: think we we i know i mesh really well with the band and i know alex it's like every time i, I walk in look, like you. i feel like so welcomed yes. there like, like i feel like i'm a Such part of it like, well
1: you guys are family and I then
0: think, I, I am your certified hype girl. You understand that. No,
1: right? I know that. You're also...
0: Uh, I start every single dance party at a Foxtrot concert.
1: Like, you <laughs> also already are a contributor. You play guitars on Never Enough. Like, yeah. I, the, you're, you're, you're part of the family, so it's not a big deal. Um, I also like it, too, because I, I think we have a good environment in there, too, where it's not, like, sterile, for one. And, two, there's so many, like like, I don't know, there's so many different people in there, like, it's not like you're walking in and it's like four goofy white dudes in a corner. Like, we have yeah. other people in there. You know what I mean? Like, it's like we have Erica and we always have, like, we never have one thing going on. We have a million different people coming through. We have a million different ideas flying around. And we try and make it the best that we can. And to me, like, bringing in people like you two, like, that's what I'm about. Like, I, and I'm, it always makes me happy.
0: Yeah. And, like, the harmonies piece is, like, my freaking, like, Bread it is, butter. like, ugh, Love everything.
1: I, always, and- I was always very jealous of Brie because I knew you better than I knew Alex, your ability to harmonize. Because I yeah. said this last week on the podcast. I don't think I knew how to harmonize until I was 25. Like, when we went down to Nashville for the first time, and they were like, what you're doing isn't harmony. You're singing <laughs> unison in different octaves. And I was like, you're wrong. And then I was like, oh, my fucking God, I suck. And then I, we just figured it out. But I don't, like, to me, like, I, I'll, be, I'll bring this back around to the beginning of the conversation. Bree, the fact that you came back and you started taking music the way it should be taken, like, that made me so fucking happy. And I was, like, waiting on the day. And, Alex, the fact that you are stepping out and you're starting to release music yes, makes me the, the happiest man alive. And I told Alex this, my mom texted me and was like, have you heard this song, Honey Lavender? And I was like, yes, mom, I fucking, I have. I was like, I got the early scoop on that shit, too. And, uh... <laughs> She yeah, spins yeah. it. But, like, that just the fact cool. that you two have decided to put your necks out on the line and do what you love, that makes me happy. And I just wow. want you to know that.
0: Yeah, man. Thanks. Thank I'm, I'm really proud of what you've been doing. Me man. too. I remember, and I don't think you remember this, but you guys didn't have a PA system. You were playing at some bar, and you borrowed my dad's PA system and you pulled up and packed your car with my dad's PA system. And I was like, this is what it's all. Fucking-. My dad was so like, my dad cried after that too, man. My dad <laughs> cries all the fucking time. All the time.
1: Charlie judge is a very emotional human.
0: He is the
1: sweetest. I'll say <laughs> this too. I enjoy these conversations too. Cause recently we've been talking to like, I'm not trying to stunt, but like some bigger people that like, I don't know if they know the, the struggle that we knew or like the story behind yeah. it or like how hard we had to work to do what we're doing. but like. You've been there the whole time. So that, to me, this is funny. Like, if you told us in 2012 when we were first getting back together and, like, making music, like, in eight years when you're married, you guys will be having conversations about the shit that you did nah. and you're still escalating, I'd shed a tear. I'd be like, that's exactly what I want. And it's just starting. Like, we're just getting into our lives. Yeah, and, like, I leave you with that. That's exactly so what we should young. leave it.
0: We so are so young. We're a little bit smarter, just a little bit smarter. Every day, a little smarter. <laughs> um, no, that's not and an it's awesome. it's just it is like it's just it's so my dad. Blessed. My dad's sixty-six years old, and he's like he's still he's still doing it. You know, like yeah. got to the studio for the first time at sixty-four.
1: Dude, um, I, I, I had a conversation before
0: the Eagles won the Super Bowl. By the way,
1: so Charlie did it. Tell him to get the fuck back in there. He can't leave until February yeah uh i was having a conversation with a musician today who had like dm'd us and said like hey can i pick your brain on some stuff like yeah and i was like get the fuck out of here I was like here's my phone number give me a call <laughs> and uh no he, yeah yeah he, of course he did <laughs> and we talked and he was like going through all this and asking questions and i said yeah how old are you he's like 23 i was like you're fine i was like relax i was like I, I always say this but like if you told 23 year old or if, if you introduced me to 23 year old Colin I'd punch me in the face yeah yeah
2: same
1: it, same. It, it's a matter you punch me or you punch yourself facts would you oh, punch no, me
2: myself, myself. oh I'd punch myself
1: <laughs> if I, like, I seen 23 year old Colin I'd punch I do right in the fucking face <laughs> uh, it's to me like, I, I would punch
2: <laughs> you punch
1: me I look back and like <laughs> I took everything to be the end of the world like every little bump in the road to me was like
2: yeah. we're never going to make it in the
0: middle of a pandemic and just it. making
1: it <laughs> it's to me like it's it's all experiences and like the one thing that i'm working on personally right now is to live in the moment and enjoy oh, yeah. the moment and not look 50 miles down the road cuz you never know when your thing's going to happen when your big break's going to happen when the thing that sets you apart's going to happen enjoy every day and just take the ride
0: yeah yeah especially like in just doing what you want and love to do like yep. i think like you know just like the guitar track with never enough helping alex with her song i'm like we're all building this portfolio like
2: also makes you helped amazing. me with
0: love in philly like all these different things like alex helped uh, like we're all building this collection yeah, but you helped
2: mm-hmm. to bring it together i mean i was i, was I think it. but when you are writing sorry that's last thing i'll say about it no when no when you're writing shit or or playing shit or whatever like if you're recording something or listening something or writing something you actually give a fuck about that like yep. that speaks to something that you felt or that someone you love has felt or or just a human emotion that everyone has fucking felt yep. like your music is going to be better than if you're trying yep. to do something it's going to be so much better than you trying to do something that like somebody might listen to because it's like
1: and that goes, back, that goes back to the difference between 23-year-old Colin and 28-year-old Colin right. because 23-year-old Colin didn't know what was going on. And I was like, whatever I got to do to fit into whatever kind of box you need me to fit yeah. into, 28-year-old Colin doesn't play that game. I'm yeah. out here doing what I lo- what we as a band like. And, and it, there is very noticeable trans, like, translation between the more success coming when we've become more of ourselves as opposed to trying to be somebody else. Just gotta gotta be yourself because you can't be anybody else. That's the end of the story. That's the name of the episode. Can't be yours. You you gotta be yourself because you can't be anybody
2: else.
1: Ladies, I thank you very much.
0: Thank you so much,
2: man. (laughs) Thank you. Fucking vote. That's all I want to say. Yes, vote, vote, vote. Fucking vote.
1: You could have had a bam, bitch. Not committal. All right, I love you guys. (laughs) Love
2: you, man.